Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC, offering a broad range of cardiac and vascular treatments in our community. More information is available at upmc.com slash centralpaheart. Welcome back to The Spark. I'm Anaya Falcon, and I'm joined by my co-host and executive producer, Scott Lamar. Today is Friday, and it's time for our Ask Me Anything segment, where we answer questions from our audience and give you a chance to get to know us better. If you have a question that you'd like to ask the Spark hosts, you can send your question to the email address, thespark at witf.org. So, Scott, let's start with the first question for you from one of our listeners. Oh, this is from a listener? Yes. Okay, a good good listener question. Okay. So, Scott, what changes have you seen in the area during the course of your time here? At WITF, I assume the listener is asking. Hmm. Well, I've been at WITF going on my 31st year now, so I have seen a lot of changes inside the building to begin with. I mean, when when I started here, we still were using tape, reel-to-reel tape recorders, what were called cart machines, uh, and, you know, there weren't computers. We uh, typed our news stories on uh, electric typewriters. Have you ever seen an electric typewriter? By the way? Yes, I have. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure. Nowadays, you see them in antique stores, mm-hmm. but th- that's how it started when I was here. Thinking about overall, though, I mean, the Internet has been the biggest change, not just here at WITF, but life in general. Think about the last 40 years and the Internet from 1995 on just changed everything. I hosted a talk show years ago when I got a lot of my background information from reading newspapers, going to the library, that kind of thing. Now I just go to Google and yeah. can read several articles, you know, go to any university website and, and learn more. And it's, it's just a, a different world. Definitely. I agree. So what, what strikes you about the area that's different as well over time? The area, it's conservative, but it's less conservative than when I first moved to central Pennsylvania. I first moved to central Pennsylvania in the late 70s coming from Chester County, which is a a Philadelphia suburb. And when I first moved to this area, it struck me as being not very metropolitan, that it was mostly rural. It still is, but uh, the the cities didn't dominate or the suburbs weren't quite as big as what they are now around Harrisburg, Lancaster, York, and even Lebanon. Uh, But now it's grown so much and so many people have moved into the area that it's just taken on a, a different personality. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm a newcomer here relatively. And I would say that it strikes me that 
it's such an inclusive environment that welcomes artists, uh, you know, and people from all sorts of uh, backgrounds, which well, I love. Well, and it didn't always be that way. And that wasn't always that way. And that's kind of what I was saying is mm-hmm. that it wasn't always inclusive like that. That's only happened really within the last 20 years or so. The art scene in all the cities in our region here in South Central Pennsylvania have grown so much. And they're more cosmopolitan than they w- used to be. But all right, let me put my interviewer's hat on for just a moment. Always curious about this. When you first came to central Pennsylvania, what struck you first? What jumped out at you? Well, in Lancaster in particular, I would say the food scene <laughs> because I am a foodie. So that that's one thing that uh, really jumped out at me for sure. Uh, were there foods that you were not familiar with that you tried that you liked? Yeah, and also uh, different restaurants that were unique and weren't just kind of the big restaurants that you see anywhere, which I think really kind of shows the personality of, of the city. And again, I think I would include the restaurants as part of the arts and entertainment yes. scene in central Pennsylvania that uh, – there have been a lot of great restaurants that have uh, popped up in in the area in the last two decades, and uh, you know, restaurants that would compete on on any level in in any city, almost anywhere. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's interesting. You know, again, I'm thinking back to when I first came to Central Pennsylvania. I had never heard of pork and sauerkraut on mm-hmm. New Year's Day. Yeah that that brought good luck. And I have to say that sauerkraut is one of my least favorites, if not the least least favorite food (laughs) that I've ever experienced. And I had never heard of that uh, as being good luck, except here in central Pennsylvania. And apparently the German-American heritage, that's where it comes from. But uh, that was just one example. I mean, there were others that was like, what's this shoe fly pie? Yeah, uh, you never, know, never knew about that before coming here. I I did know about shoe fly pie, but uh, it's much more popular here in central Pennsylvania, especially in Lancaster County, than uh, many other places in yeah. Pennsylvania. I didn't know about pierogies uh, before coming here. I never was a big pierogi person either. That's more of a uh, Western Pennsylvania thing, too. Now, mm-hmm. you know. Something I do miss here in central Pennsylvania, it has gotten better. Growing up in the Philadelphia area, I loved cheesesteaks. <laughs> and it was hard to find for the longest time a good cheesesteak in central Pennsylvania. Now there are several places that are making several. them that are just like the real thing from Philly. Wow. But uh, yeah, longest time you couldn't find a Philly cheesesteak. They may say Philly cheesesteak, but not the real thing. Yeah, I have not been so fortunate to have one from Philly, um, but I've had some that have been very good in Lancaster and also in Maryland, uh, but I don't have anything to compare well, it know, to that's authentic. You know, Anaya, <laughs> there are places in Philadelphia now where you can have them mailed to you. You can have them delivered. It changed the game. It does. <laughs> it really does because, now, I don't know how they do it. It's food. But, uh, you know, and it's perishable. <laughs> but uh, I've often thought about that, uh, of, you know, one of these places that are famous for uh, Philly's cheesesteaks, of actually getting them mailed. I don't know if it's mailed or just if it comes FedEx or something like that. But uh, it may be something we want to do. For sure. So one question that we got from the audience, they 
uh, directed it towards both of us, they asked, you know, what actor would we choose to play in our biopic? All right, I'll start with you. You are the theater buff, and uh, <laughs> you're the one who breaks your leg on the stage. So yes. uh, who would play you? Yeah, I would say Kiki Palmer. Kiki uh, Palmer. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think, you know, she would kind of fit into uh, someone who looks kind of like me, um, if I say so myself. <laughs> and also... I think she would be great at kind of playing the goofy side of me that, you know, um, I may not show to the world. And then also I think she would do a great job of showing uh, sort of the, the climb and the challenges that I've dealt with throughout my life as well. She's She has a good range, for mm-hmm. sure. Well, that's good. That's a good choice. You know, thinking about that, that it's hard for me to say who would play me. I'd like to know who other people would say would would play me. Yes. I, I mean, Colin Firth, okay, with glasses, because I do wear glasses. <laughs> I've seen pictures of Colin Firth, and I've thought to myself, well, oh, his glasses are kind of like, we may not have anything else in common whatsoever. I don't have the accent or anything else. But uh, maybe Colin Firth, if I'm going to give myself credit for that. But probably, now this is without glasses, and he's not, not the most handsome guy in the world, but he's a good actor, and that is uh, John C. Riley, hmm. And, you know, has a great comedic a- actor, so maybe I'll take that, too. Yeah. So on the lines of, you know, the performing arts, what's your favorite sport or performing art to watch? And I know this one is easy for you. <laughs> well, I like all sports. I, I like all sports. I played all sports when I was a kid. Um, but... You know, put it this way: I, on TV, I like watching football, hmm. but in person, I like watching baseball. Hmm. Just being in the ballpark and being able to relax and knowing what's going on, seeing the whole ballpark. Football-wise, uh, it's covered better on TV. But you know, I watch. I'm a huge Philadelphia sports fan and Penn State uh, fan as well. So. I watch, uh, you know, Penn State football, Penn State basketball, but uh, 76ers basketball, Flyers hockey. So I'm I'm all in. Yeah. How about you? I don't I don't think it's a surprise. Uh, I love watching theater um, and movies, of course. Um, But as far as my favorite sport, I love watching football in person. You know, I don't (laughs) want to have too many haters within Pennsylvania, but I, I love the Ravens and I will put on a jersey and. I'll be one of the biggest fans in the stadium. So, <laughs> Well, your team's out of the playoffs now. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I had hope well, every as, year. Well, <laughs> as an Eagles fan, as it's pronounced where I grew up, as an Eagles fan, um, you know, we have a big game this weekend. And uh, uh, my son and daughter-in-law, we've been to a number of games uh, the last two years, and they always want to go to games in person. And uh, But the tickets are the cheapest ones I've seen are like $350, and that's just a little out of my price range. <laughs> well, as always, Scott, this has been so much fun, and thank you so much for answering it questions with me. <laughs> it is fun. If you'd like to ask us some questions, you can send them to the spark at WITF.org. You are listening to The Spark on WITF, your home for NPR and discovering all things local. I'm Anaya Falcon. And I'm Scott Lamont.